coming up. Points Championships tighten at the top of the leaderboards. We get a preview of Monster Jam World Finals qualifiers, and we talk about the Triple Threat Series East finale coming up this weekend. This is the Monster Jam Download. Welcome back, Monster Jam fans, to another episode of the Monster Jam Download, where we talk about all things Monster Jam. I am your host, Joshua Lee. Joining me for this week's episode is track crew member and Monster Jam athlete hopeful, Joshua Tavares. Long time no see, guys. How's everything going? And owner and operator of the Avengers Racing Instagram page, Pizza Man himself, Wayne Chiaki. How are you doing, Pizza Nation? How's it going? That was an early entrance for Kermit. What? We haven't even gotten anywhere close to talking about Stadium Championship Series Green. That was an early, early welcome from Kermit. But welcome, everybody, back to another episode of the Monster Jam Download. We are super glad to be back, and this week is a huge week in Monster Jam. A lot of news and a lot of excitement coming up for the Triple Threat Series Championship. But before we get to that, we got to talk about some results from the past weekend. Stadium Championship Series Red took a little bit of a backseat. A couple of their athletes, Brandon Vint, sorry, Becky McDonough and Adam Anderson went to Macon, Georgia to join Stinger Unleashed and Zane Ratu. Pretty Wicked and Lindsay Ratu. Bad News Travels Fast and Brandon Darrow and Barbarian and Devin Jones for some arena shows over the past weekend. Your overall event champions for two of the competitions, Saturday evening, Sunday afternoon, were Adam Anderson and Gravedigger. And on Saturday afternoon, it was Stinger Unleashed and Zane Ratu grabbing that overall event championship. Looks like dominating the two-wheel skills challenge was Stinger Unleashed. He grabbed all three two-wheel skills wins and majority of the weekend was dominated by Stinger Unleashed and Gravedigger. Those two won every single competition with Adam Anderson winning every single racing competition. Two donut competitions with Stinger Unleashed grabbing the Saturday afternoon donut competition. And in freestyle, it was Adam Anderson and Gravedigger on both the afternoon times. But on Saturday night, it was Stinger Unleashed reigning supreme in the freestyle competition. Guys, I'm not we didn't there wasn't much from Macon to to really look at on Instagram or other forms of social media, but right now we're seeing some domination from Zane Ratu and Stinger Unleashed in two-wheel skills. It seems like every show he goes to, he is dominant in the two-wheel skills challenge, and if he's not sweeping it, getting wins in every competition that weekend, he is in second or third. Guys, what is your opinion on Zane Ratu right now? Because this is a dominant year for him, even though he is not on a points championship. I think Zane is a great driver, and we've seen in the past him doing some shows here and there. And now that he's in Monster Jam for a few times and a few shows, he's doing pretty good. He went up against a lot of competition this weekend, and I think he's a great driver. He has better equipment this year than ever before, and he's having a great year, and I expect to see a lot of good things out of him like I've been seeing so far. He's one of my favorite independent drivers and I think he's doing a great job with what he has, and there's a lot of improvement to come, and it's just going to go up from here. Yeah, like Wayne said, you know, Zane's got a you know brand new chassis this year, and he's working with the great piece of equipment. You know, that chassis, you know, is built to last. A lot of drivers with the monster trucks, you know, have that style chassis. You know, we got Jamie Cole, um, Joe Sylvester, you know, that's just you know to name some of the few. Um, you know, he's got a great piece of equipment. Zane's you know, already been a progressive driver in the last couple of years already. Um, he's shown that he can make it in the point series. You know, he's come close a couple of times. I want to see him make it that extra step and get that, you know, points uh, win. But, you know, Zane competing on a non-points tour this year, he's doing good, doing solid, picking up overalls uh, for the most part in all the shows. Yeah, and Stadium Championship Series Red will be back in a couple of weeks with the last ever show at Sam Boyd Stadium in Las Vegas, Nevada. So, of course, we'll be covering that on Monster Jam Download, but there's a couple more arena events for this tour coming up. Moving on to the highlights are playing. Why are the highlights playing on the page? Mute site. Thank you, MonsterJam.com. Nice. Moving on to the Arena Championship Series with two shows from Little Rock, Arkansas. And taking one overall event championship was Randy Brown and Gravedigger. 
beating out Randy within a tie, the tiebreaker being highest freestyle score. She won freestyle on s Sunday afternoon. It was Lindsey Reed in Scooby-Doo. Some more domination from Zach Garner in Wildside in Monster Jam Racing. He was second in the racing finals on Saturday evening, but he was able to grab that win Saturday afternoon over Raminator. And again, Randy Brown in Gravedigger dominating the donut competition. It was split between him and Lindsey Reed in the freestyle competition. And a bit of a wild card, two wild cards actually, for both of the skills challenge wins in two-wheel on Sunday afternoon. It was Lindsey Reed in Scooby-Doo. And then on Saturday evening, it was Kaylin Miguez in Monster Mutt Dalmatian. And I believe that is either her first Great Clips two-wheel skills challenge win or one of her first Great Clips two-wheel skills challenge wins. So congratulations to her on that. And taking a look at the points champion as Monster Jam World Finals 21 inches ever so closely. Randy Brown in Gravedigger extends his lead up at the top of the leaderboard. Now leads by 22 points over Lindsey Reed and Scooby-Doo. Zach Garner Wildside sits in, sits in third with Brandon Telushka and just get her done second generation in fourth. Guys, Arena Championship Series. We saw Lindsey Reed lead for a while. Now it's Randy Brown up at the top of the leaderboard. And it seems like some familiar faces are dominating in the places that they've dominated all year long. And we're seeing Randy Brown now pull away. First question for you guys. Do you think Randy Brown can keep this lead and go to Monster Jam World Finals 21? Or do you think Lindsey Reed and Scooby-Doo is going to come back and grab that points championship win? You know, I believe that Randy Brown can hold this lead. Uh, I believe last weekend or the weekend before that, uh, Lindsey Reed was leading. And everyone was doubting Randy. They thought he couldn't do it. And I was telling them, Randy Brown's going to come back, man. They're neck and neck all the way to the finish. And I think if Randy Brown wants to make it into the World Final, Hello? <laughs> well, Josh, go ahead and take over. Wayne just... Uh, I have no uh, idea what just happened what, there. What did, what did just happen? <laughs> Wayne, did you fall into a black hole or something, buddy? I think Wayne was Wayne might have been on Discord mobile and fell into like a <laughs> hole or something. Know. What what happened? All right, Josh, um, go ahead and take over. Wow, that was okay. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know oh, how to back. like really. He's back. Wait, he's back. He's back. We got him. Please continue. Uh, so uh, basically, my laptop took a little uh nap on me. He didn't want to wake up and he just wanted to stay asleep. So, uh, wait, watch this, some Houdini stuff. I'm going to jump back into the call on my PC in three and two. And you just left. You didn't join back. He left. He's a failed magician. <laughs> oh, oh there he is. We're good. We're good. We're good. Whippa. Just kidding. I'm still on my phone. What's up? <laughs> so, like <laughs> As I you were saying, saying. <laughs> ladies, ladies and gentlemen, Randy Brown has been having a great year, and everyone's been doubting Randy Brown. They've been saying he's not going to make it back to the lead because Lindsey Reed was leaning over him. And I was telling everyone that they're going to be neck and neck all the way to the finish. But like I was saying before, before the old PC took a nap on me, um, if Randy Brown wants to get into World Finals 21, which I'd love to see him be in because last year he had an amazing show. He one-hit wondered freestyle. Uh, he's got to win the series championship. I don't know if he could get an invite without it because Lindsey Reed is your past freestyle winner for world championship. And I think she'll have a spot in the world finals, but I hope Randy Brown could get one too and maybe get the series championship. What about you, Mr. Josh? You know, at this rate, it's any driver's ball game. You know, Lindsey Reed has definitely a lot to prove in herself after winning the world finals last year. Um, you know, she's coming into the season with a full head of steam. You know, she's got that boost of confidence. She has something to prove with Scooby-Doo. She's 22 points behind, and I think she can catch up with Randy. You know, if uh, her ATV rider does, you know, their job as well. They don't have ATVs on that tour. Oh, they don't? Really? They do oh, I not. thought they did. No, nope, not anymore. Well, well, that's my, well, that's my mistake for not, you know, paying attention to that tour. That's my fault. Anyways, Lindsey Reed, you know, she's 22 points behind, so, you know, that's not – far you know far far out for her to you know catch up on you know she can win maybe three of the four competitions they do i believe right yeah they do four competitions okay so you know you know Lindsay again she has a lot to prove you know she's definitely i feel like if she wins this she's going to give her that more confidence boost going into world finals than it did last year i feel like she's going to come in maybe even matter i want to say matter but probably more with a 
level head. And second question for you guys on the Arena Championship Series. I mean, we're seeing the same winners each week in each competition. It's kind of following sort of the same flow every weekend. We're seeing the same people dominate the same competitions. I'm just going to shoot straight up on this question. Do you think that with this series that any one of these athletes except for the tour champion can qualify for Monster Jam World Finals because they're kind of, we're seeing mainly Gravedigger and Randy Brown and Lindsey Reed and Scooby-Doo dominate every competition except for Monster Jam Racing, which is Zach Garner and Wildside. Do you think that anybody else can qualify for World Finals? Uh, and do you think Zach Garner will qualify for the sh showdown? He's seeing dominated yeah, in racing, but we haven't really seen him dominate in any other competition. I was just about to mention that. I mean, it would be interesting. I think putting Zach Gardner and Brandon Telechka in uh, the showdown would be a good choice because they're two young guns. They're brand new, and they haven't been in the stadium uh, show yet. And, you know, these arenas are one thing, but when you head to the World Finals from that elevated starting line, it's a totally different race. And I think we could see a few of these drivers in the showdown, like Brandon and Zach, and maybe even Amigas. I don't know. We'll have to see how it plays out. But I think a few of these drivers can make it into the showdown and show promise. We haven't seen Zach get a lot of freestyle or two-wheel skills wins. But I think as time goes on and he gets used to his truck, he'll be dominating in that competition just like him and Brandon do in the racing. This year has brought a lot of firsts from what I, you know, been seeing in Monster Jam all around the circuit. And, you know, I would love to see a lot of new faces in Showdown and seeing Zach and Brandon in there would definitely help them a lot. Um, Brandon has a stadium show, I think, over the summer. So that would definitely help him prep him for the big atmosphere that stadiums bring. But this kid's going to bring it regardless anywhere he, you know, shows up, I'm pretty sure. So, you know, Zach and Brandon, they're doing good for what they're doing on that tour. You know, they're staying consistent. You know, they're battling each other out in points. They're, you know, relatively close. close. So I think, you know, Brandon or Zach going to be, you know, flip-flopping in third for the next couple of weekends. Making our way over to Triple Threat Series East. Their second to last weekend of action was in Baltimore, Maryland. Everyone saw on social media Friday night, Travis Pastrana challenging Blake Granger and Max D in the ATV racing final, a two-lap shootout. And ultimately, Blake Granger and Max D came out on top over the arguably one of the best ATV riders in the world, Travis Pastrana. He was able to beat him on his own turf, and Travis Pastrana took that Gravedigger ATV and did a forward momentum backflip off of the APAC backflip ramp. It was an insane night in Baltimore, and we're looking forward to the last weekend of Triple Threat Series East action in Raleigh, North Carolina. And taking a look at your overall event champions from Baltimore, taking both of these Saturday overall event championships were Tyler Meninga and Gravedigger. Blake Granger and Max D took home the Friday night overall event championship after issues for Tyler Meninga in Gravedigger had a blown motor. They were able to get it fixed for Monster Jam Freestyle, but he did miss out on points in racing the two-wheel skills challenge and the Monster Jam Donut competition. On Sunday afternoon, it was Armando Castro El Toro Loco grabbing that overall event championship and taking a look across the results. Caleb Blood in, Mon in Soldier Fortune was able to grab another freestyle victory on Sunday afternoon. She was also able to grab a donut competition win Saturday night. And grabbing another speedster obstacle course win was Aaron Basil in Monster Mutt on Friday night. And moving over to the overall season standings, Tyler Meninga in Gravedigger sits on that top spot with 1,043 points heading into the finale weekend. Blake Granger and Max D still right there in second, very close to Tyler Meninga in Gravedigger. Kayla Blood and Soldier Fortune sits in third place. Armando Castro El Toro Loco in fourth place. Guys, Blake Granger in Max D is currently 46 points behind Tyler Meninga. We're going to get a little bit more in-depth with Triple Threat Series East towards the end of the show as we preview the finale and give our official predictions of who we think will win the tour and get the automatic bid into Monster Jam World Finals 21. But taking a look back at the action in Baltimore, 
It was an insane weekend. We saw a lot of great action. First of all, give you guys' kind of opinion on the action from Baltimore. What really stuck out to you on that weekend? Go for it, Josh. Uh, okay, I'll start it. Um, definitely the thing that point out, you know, the crews worked their tails off this weekend. You know, they the fact that they got Tyler back in for the show with the blown motor just says it all. You know, they're all hands-on. They're all working hard. They're all doing their job to make sure that everyone gets back on the track. doesn't matter who or what truck they're crewing on. Excuse me. <clears throat> you know, they, um, they're all, you know, working as one. And um, that's all that matters to me is, you know, they're all helping each other no matter what. And seeing that, you know, is, just shows what Monster Jam is truly about. But um, Tyler's backflip was insane. That thing had a lot of elevation, and it definitely caught a lot of people's eyes. Yeah, that was an insane show, and that had to be one of the biggest, if not the biggest, highlights of the show. And seeing Travis Pastrana race Blake was pretty funny. And he got off the Speedster. I always get him confused. Speedster, ATV, and tried to get to the line before, but uh, Blake won. But this tour has a lot of promise to it. One stop remaining, right? Yeah, Raleigh, North Carolina. Yeah, and this this is going to be insane. It's down to the wire with Blake and Tyler. I don't think Kayla's in competition for it, but I think she could hold down third place. She's had an incredible year, and getting third place already is amazing because she went from last year to improving in her skill level and now she's coming into 2020 and going to try and finish it off in third place. That's pretty awesome, and I'd love to see her at World Finals. So hopefully that'll happen. We don't, we don't know. But Tyler and Blake are going to go neck and neck. They're not that far apart. Tyler could have a bad event, and Blake can catch back up. It's going to be down to the wire. I, I don't know. Well, Caleb Blood right now is technically still in contention. There is a total of 144 points up for grabs in the entire weekend. They have, I believe, three shows in Raleigh, North Carolina. Let me make sure I'm getting that correct before I start talking about it. Yes. No, they have two shows, actually. So wow. she is mm -hmm. out of contention. Sorry. Yep. I was going to bring that up if I had the chance. But, you know, like, yeah. I thought it was three shows. It is not. Yeah, so, so she's pretty much out which is she has heavy. a chance for second if blake has a bad weekend but it will go in tyler benninga versus blake ranger in the final weekend you and know i'm really i'm rooting for both of these drivers but like we already saw t tyler at the world finals i think it would be insane to see blake ranger in the main field at a stadium show that oh, would be incredible I'll, I'll, I'll talk him up to do some crazy stuff man. yeah Blake, well we're gonna get Blake, we're gonna get Blake's some more good guy, man. we're gonna we get, some, get him going oh, yeah He's i want to awesome. save all of our uh thoughts Go on the it. series championship for the end of the show because that's when we're going to go really in depth and give our kind of final predictions and final thoughts of the tour as a whole but right now i want to get back to B baltimore because we're seeing more domination from Blake Ranger and Max D in the ATV racing competition. He swept the weekend in ATVs. But it seems like the Speedster obstacle course is the most wild card out of all of them. I believe every single athlete, maybe as a maybe except for Joe Yuri, has gotten a win in the Speedster obstacle course this season. That includes Jack Brown and Aaron Basil, the two athletes from Raising Cane Monster Trucks who are competing on Triple Threat Series East. We've seen each of the triple threat athletes try and be consistent in each vehicle, but it seems like a lot of them, I don't know if they're struggling in the speedster or if just everybody is so fast and it's such a wild card vehicle that we have so many different winners in that competition. Going into world finals, guys, these athletes are going to be on a completely different speedster. They race on the 900 speedsters, 900 cc's of power, and they'll be on the 1,000 speedsters at Monster Jam World Finals, 1,000 cc's of power, a little bit of a different shape, suspension, and speed. Will that affect them? Because we're seeing the main dominating athletes in the speedster competition is your former speedster racing world champion, Armando Castro. We're seeing a lot from Tyler Meninga, Caleb Blood, Blake Granger. Do you think it'll, it'll kind of stop them, or do you think it's just going to be more like a bus stop or like a little bit of a skip in their step and then they'll be able to kind of adjust at monster world finals i personally i think it's just a matter of whether you know they're either yeah uh, they can uh, adapt to it um i feel like if the lineup that i'm seeing for the speedster obstacle course or speedster racing for world finals is the way it is right now let's say it is as it is then um it's just a matter of if they can adapt to it um 
you know, if they can make a break in it. Um, I know that there's going to be a lot of competition within that. Um, speedster game, it's really a matter of if you're – I really don't know. Like, it, there's just so many factors that can go into it. You know, dirt can play into it as well, whether you can, you know, maneuver yourself around the track quicker than, you know, the others if they have strong suits or weak points, you know. Just many factors that go along with it. Yeah, I think the biggest things are going to be um, the – Track conditions, because you're outside, you're not in an inside arena. You're going to have your nerves going because you're out for a World Finals championship. It it really all comes down to the day of how you're feeling, how you think you're going to do, and your mindset. And if you just carry whatever you've been doing in the season, if you've been getting a couple wins or if you're, you've been getting a top three or whatever it is, just carry a good mindset into it. And you could try and get a championship which is very possible. We've seen a couple drivers do it last year, and we could see a few new ones this year. So I'm, I'm rooting for everyone that's going to be in it, and we'll see how it goes. We'll be coming back to Triple Threat Series East in just a little bit after we cover all of the rest of the news and the results from the past weekend. All right, guys, deep breath. We're going to Rosemont. This is the first time that we have done Rosemont on this show. And as you know, Rosemont is a historic weekend in Monster Jam as it is six shows in one weekend. I believe the only place now that has a Monday show. I don't I believe West Lebanon does not have a Monday show anymore. That's so weird. Is a very weird schedule. And also weird, they had three hosts as opposed to the normal two triple threat hosts. Shout out to my boy Ryan Lacoste. Yes, sir. Still trying to get him on the podcast. We'll figure it out at some point. He'll be on here one day. He'll be on there one day. Preview for next week. We have triple threat series West host John Sapanero. Make sure you tune in for that. But moving on to triple threat series at Central. I am not going to go over all these shows in depth, but taking Mm -hmm. a look at the Friday evening overall event championship, it was Mark Liston, El Toro Loco. He came back at the end of the weekend, Sunday evening and Monday evening, to grab both of those overall event championships as well. Justin Sipes and Megalodon grabbed the Saturday afternoon overall event championship with Colton Eichelberger and Max D dominating Saturday evening and Sunday afternoon for both of those overall event championships. And Colton Eichelberger and Max D dominated a few of the the racing competitions. Justin X and Pirates Curse was able to grab two racing competition wins. And looking at the rest of the results, it was... That looks to be a lot of the... That looks to be a lot of the uh, wild card winners out of the way. Matt Cody and Blue Thunder was able to grab a great Clips two-wheel skills challenge win. That's that is great. a, that is a great uh, win for the reigning speedster obstacle course champion surprisingly this weekend he did not come home with a speedster obstacle course win hmm. but an interesting weekend in rosemont we didn't see a lot of action on on uh instagram but definitely a marathon weekend for everybody on that tour and moving on to the series point standings on triple threat series central colton eichelberger and max d extending his lead now with 1109 points justin sipes and megalodon sits in second mark list in third fourth is matt cody in blue thunder guys rosemont like i said a marathon weekend for this whole tour triple threat series Central has a bit of a longer ways to go than a couple of the other tours. I believe they, uh, except for the Arena Championship Series, they will be the last tour to finish this year. So still have a lot of time left on Triple Threat Series Central. Do you guys think Colton Eichelberger will keep that lead, or do you think Justin Sipes and Megalodon can come back and grab that win? Or do you even think Mark Liss and El Toro Loco can have a dominating end to his season and grab that automatic bid to Monster World Finals? Uh, it's really anyone's game. Like you said, there's a lot of shows left. Colton leads by a little less than 100 points over Justin Sipes. So he's definitely pulled away from that Megalodon machine. But, you know, these drivers could always have bad weekends. And, you know, someone can have a better show than someone else. And this show was insane. I can't believe they did that many shows. That it, It's incredible how many they do. And what how many shows Monster Jam does in weekend. You have one arena. Two or three arenas that go while two stadiums are going. It's insane. But I think Justin Sipes could maybe pull back in the points and try and challenge Colton Eichelberger. And if not, we'll definitely see Matt Cody and Mark List 
competing against each other. And I think Matt Cody had such a great year last year, but I think he's in a tour with so much competition that we don't see as much from him. But he's still a consistent driver. He's in fourth place with 781 points. And right behind him, Chris Anderson. I love this tour. It's a good one. And I think it's going to be Justin and Colton all the way. But you can still see Mark. He still has a lot of competition, a little less than 50 points away from Justin Sipes. So he could try and take that top spot. We'll have to see. It's anyone's ball game between the top three. Colton's definitely pulling away from Justin and Megalodon, but Justin can easily have good weekends and Colton can have bad weekends. Mark definitely had probably one of the best weekends he's had this season. I think he won three overalls, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, that alone shows that Mark, you know, is definitely showing some, you know, aggression into the game. Hopefully he has uh, better weekends. I'd love to see Mark have a chance in the main field. Um, he's been in the showdown the couple last couple of years, struggled some. You know, but uh, and it's, again, it's just the new Wolf Finals tracks hard for everyone. So, and Triple Threat Series Central right now seems to be the tour that not a lot of people focus on. On the Triple Threat tours, a lot of people are focusing on East. Of course, a lot of people focus on the Stadium tours. But we're kind of seeing a lot of the stuff from Triple Threat Series Central fall under the radar. Guys, do you think that's gonna? hurt them in trying to make it to the showdown competition because I feel like for the showdown competition, you really need to have kind of your tour be in the spotlight. Like we've seen in the past, especially with now it being eight trucks instead of the former 16 truck lineup for the showdown, we're seeing a lot of those athletes from kind of like the big triple threat tours. Like in the past, it was triple threat series East that we saw a decent amount of athletes come from. I believe we also saw a couple of athletes from West go in. A lot of people watched West. A lot of people watched East. Triple Threat Series Central, pretty much every year except for 2018, was kind of the year that everything was kind of swept under the rug and we didn't hear much from them. Do you think that that's going to help them? That's going to hurt them trying to get into the showdown competition? Because that is, for majority of these athletes, their last chance to qualify for World Finals. Yeah, I mean, it all depends on... Who's picking the lineups and what's going on? Because you saw this year's lineups. They're all well thought out and stuff. Definitely whoever made these lineups and decided which drivers are in which tours did a great job. So I think, Josh, maybe they'll put a little more thought into it and maybe not just take drivers from a tour with like a big spotlight on it, but maybe take drivers from tours like these that people don't focus on as much. This is still an amazing tour. I love all the drivers on it. They dominate every weekend and put on a show for the fans. But I think it definitely hurts a little bit. But if they put a lot of thought into who they're putting in the showdown, I don't think it'll affect them that much. And if they're not, if it's more about the tours that are in the spotlight and what drivers are dominating the most, I think it's going to affect them a bunch. In my opinion, I don't think it'll really hurt them. Uh, to be honest, I feel like, you know, since their tours ending so late in the year i feel like that's their chance to you know really grow and put on the best shows they can and that's where points contention will really matter because right now they're still relatively early if i'm not mistaken so they really just got their half point in the season just going and i don't think they have a couple shows coming up i think they have a couple weeks off i think colden and justin are going to do a couple uh side off arena shows so that alone will give colton you know a chance to like you know all right you know, I'm out of the triple threat, you know, environment. Let me, you know, catch my ground, catch where I'm at, you know, maybe, you know, improve on skills or his freestyle if he needs to, just to, you know, get those shows under his belt, get some, some more seat time to prep him for the end quarter of uh, triple threat central. Moving on to Triple Threat Series West. We only have three tours left and then we can get to our big discussions of the evening. But in Triple Threat Series West, taking on the Saturday afternoon overall event championship was Tristan England and Earthshaker. And the rest of the weekend on Saturday evening and Sunday afternoon, it was all Brandon Vincent and Gravedigger grabbing those overall event championships. Taking a racing win, it was a different winner for each show. First event, it was Soldier Fortune Black Ops. Second event, Earthshaker. And third event, it was Barry Musauer in Zombie. 
There was no donut competition the entire weekend because of the conditions of the dirt in Portland, Oregon. We saw that a couple times this year with Triple Threat Series East. We're seeing it now with Triple Threat Series West. Unfortunate, but the rest of the competitions definitely made up for it with Tristan England Earthshaker grabbing every two-wheel skills challenge win in the ATV Ooh. racing competition. Two wins for Brandon Vincent and Gravedigger, one for Mark List Del Toro Loco. Different winner each week at each event in the Speedster Obstacle Course. It was Brandon Vincent on Sunday afternoon. Saturday evening, it was Bari Musauer and Zombie. And Saturday afternoon, it was Tristan England and Earthshaker. Two freestyle wins on the weekend for Bari Musauer and Zombie. And taking home the middle show in the Saturday evening freestyle competition win was our boy Elvis Lanez, El Toro Loco. Congratulations yeah. to Elvis grabbing that win. Guys, another exciting weekend from Triple Threat Series West. This tour is another, again, like Central, it's going to end kind of late, right before Monster Jam World Finals 21, but still a decent amount of time left for this tour. Right now, taking, taking a look at the series point standings, Brandon Vincent and Gravedigger, he got the lead over Tristan England and then has been running away ever since. Tristan sits in second, Tony Oak, so Fortune Black Ops third, Barry Musauer and Zombie sits in fourth. I'm just going to shoot straight up with this question again. Do you guys think Brandon Vincent and Gravedigger can keep this momentum up and win, or do you think Tristan England or Shaker will come back at the end of the year and grab that series points championship? It's going to be hard going up against the mustard man himself. Tristan England's a great driver. He's been improving through the years, and I think he is at one of his highest points of driving. He is very skilled, and I think Brandon's going to have to watch out. I think this is going to be one of the tours that first and second are going to play out all the way to the end of the stop in the series because they're neck and neck every weekend, just like uh, Lindsey Reed and Randy Brown. And I know the points are more separated than those two drivers, but I think Brandon and Tristan are going to be neck and neck all the way to finish. And I really can't predict it right now, but I think Tristan could take it. You know what I think, you know, the thing that's the thing that I like the most about 2020 is the way that the lineups are set up. And we've been saying this for like weeks throughout these podcasts, you know, these lineups are well thought out and everyone has their match in this tour or each tour, I should say. Um, I feel like Blake and Tyler match each other perfectly. That's why they're butting heads even closer than, you know, Colton and Tyler would. Um, points are more tighter between Blake and Tyler. And I feel like Tristan finally met his match in Brandon. I don't think Brandon and Tristan that have ever competed on a tour prior to this season. 2018, nope. Triple Threat Series oh, they West. Oh, they did? Oh. Okay, I don't remember. No, that, that was Kristen. Sorry, yeah. sorry, okay, sorry. See, that was so Kristen. That's I, okay. thought so. so that's what I thought. Okay, I was about to say. Yeah, sorry. no, you are you are correct. Okay, so, so you know, I feel like, you know, Brandon definitely gave Tristan a lot more competition this year, and I think that's what, you know, makes, you know, these tours so good. Everyone has met their match. All the shows are within how they should be if I would uh, be like a spectator view, if you would. Yeah, I agree. Triple Threat Series West will be making its way over to Fresno, California for three shows. The other Triple Threat Series competitions will be heading to Raleigh, North Carolina for the finale of Triple Threat Series East. Triple Threat Series Central takes another break this weekend. A couple of their athletes, Mark List, Kristen Anderson, Colton Eichelberger, and Justin Sipes will be in Toledo, Ohio to join Matt Cody and Iron Warrior, Preston Perez and Taurus, Zayn Ratu and Stinger Unleashed, and Lindsay Ratu in Pretty Wicked for five shows in Toledo, Ohio. So if you can make it out to those, make sure you do so. Wayne, I believe we have a guest for you to help us lead into Stadium's Championship Series Green. Hey, man, how's it going? Josh Lee and Josh Tyler. All right. Okay. Sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm new to this. You're I've good. been here for a few weekends, but uh, I'm ready to go. Stadium Tour Series Green, the best stadium series. Green is my favorite color. Miss Piggy approves, and I approve. Josh, who do we have this weekend? I am pumped. I'm just laughing at Stadium Tour Series Green. I am. Yeah, man, it's like it. Monster Truck Jam Rally. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm new Monster to this thing. Truck give me, give me a moment. It's my first year. Oh, my Come on, goodness. Come on, guys. I, you remember I, when you were brand I, new? I, I, we're moving on to Stadium Championship Series Green in Jacksonville, Florida. Me and Wayne, actually, no, Wayne wasn't there. <laughs> 
So then you me and Josh were there. No, Josh wasn't there either. Neither I was the was lone I. wolf in Jacksonville. My first time in Jacksonville. Great stadium. Great people. I absolutely loved the show up in Jacksonville. Moving on to the results. Winning the overall event championship was Morgan Kane and Gravedigger. Winning the racing competition was Jimmy Creighton and Bounty Hunter. Grabbing his yeah. second stadium racing competition win of the season his first was in san diego and he beat ryan anderson in that racing final he also beat ryan anderson in this racing final in the great clip skills challenge it was morgan kane and gravedigger with an amazing moonwalk to wheelie shades of tyler meninga popping it into the wheelie off of the lip where he got the popper insane. for the moonwalk an insane move just like wayne said and in the freestyle competition it was ryan anderson and son of a digger grabbing the the win and in the series points championship no surprise here neil elliott and max d hold on to his top spot morgan kane and gravedigger sits in second ryan anderson son of a digger in third and Corey rummel and megalodon continuing to hold on to that fourth spot on the series points championship guys even though neil elliott finished third in the overall event standings 12 points behind morgan kane and gravedigger he is still leading the series points championship with only three events left two weekends left detroit and philadelphia two shows in detroit one in philadelphia for three events do you think neil elliott can win this championship or do you think morgan kane can oust him from that top spot because he is more consistent than Neil Elliott getting more consistent overall event championships and more consistent wins or do you think Ryan Anderson can sweep in from third and grab the win I think it's really any of the three I mean this is going to play down once again like I've been saying for the arena tours and everything else to the last stop I mean Neil has been having a great season he is the most consistent driver and, you know, he knows how to throw down shows. And although he didn't get uh, any crazy wins or anything in Jacksonville, he still has a great cushion of points against him and Morgan Kane. But Ryan Anderson and Morgan Kane is the big one. They're only five points apart, I believe, which is really, really close. So it doesn't matter if Morgan's going to get up to Neil. If Ryan has a good show, he's going to be there, too. And this is going to play out to the line. And I, I love this matchup. You have Max D, Gravedigger, and Son of a Digger. That's the coolest matchup ever. It's like the Gravedigger versus Max D, except now you're adding the Son of a Digger. And you got Ryan Anderson in it. It's going to be absurd. And I'm looking forward to seeing how this tour ends. I've been following it all year. And it has to be one of my favorite, if not my favorite, series. You know, that's well said. This is definitely one of my favorite tours for sure. Not only because I've, you know, worked with the tour personally but you know just the way it's you know well thought um in terms of like the big guns competing at the top of their game uh cory making a big surprise to me uh standing out the most he's fourth in points shout out to cory there but um like you said they got three shows two in detroit one in philadelphia it's detroit's morgan's yard the last couple of years you know he's won his points tour 2018 there and 20 no i think well, no, Lindsay won in 2017. My bad. So 2018, he's won his points tour there. So, you know, coming off of that, I think that's what made him really like Detroit. Last year, he had really good performances there, and I think that's going to carry on there as well next uh, next weekend. I think they don't compete this weekend. So, you know, that alone just shows that Morgan's ready. Um, Neil, he's just got to stay consistent in two-wheel racing. has been kind of shaky for him, but... um. I don't know. Ryan, Ryan's really close to Morgan. So this is going to be a really close battle in Philadelphia. Yeah. And I just wanted to say, I think one of my favorite highlights of Jacksonville was Jimmy Creed again, the racing winning bounty hunter. He wasn't the fastest, but he was the most consistent and consistency is what got him the win there in the final round. And Tyler Sanger has been doing a great job crewing on the truck and they've, they've been having a tough year. And finally, after Miami, they got the overall there. They've just been carrying the momentum, and I hope and wish them the best of luck. We are already up to almost 40 minutes on this podcast, so we got to move on to Stadium Championship Shut Series Yellow in Arlington, Texas. Grabbing the overall event championship was Charlie Pockin in Grave Digger. I believe that is his first overall event championship of the season. 
Unless he grabs one in Anaheim. If somebody could ch check for that for me, that'd be awesome really quickly. Winning the racing competition was Camden Murphy and Bakugan Dragonoid. Your Great Clip Skills Challenge winner was Charlie Pocket and Grave Deer. And grabbing the freestyle win was Tom Mentz, Max D. Fire. I believe his truck was literally on fire during the freestyle run. A lot of smoke yes, coming out of it <laughs> during one of the jumps. It gone for an amazing Instagram shot, but not great <laughs> for that crew. They had a lot of fixing to do after the show, but making all Way. I clicked on a YouTube video on accident. Making our way over to the Series Points Championship, we have Tom Menson, Max D. Fire leading by two points over Camden Murphy and Bakugan Dragonoid, and leading by three points over Charlie Pocket and Gravedigger. A lot of battling going on up in the top three of this Points Championship. And sitting in fourth is Cody Saucier, now back in Monster Energy after Steven Sims took over for one weekend on that tour. Guys, Mentz is back at the top of the leaderboard. We saw him get back here after Anaheim. Now Camden Murphy is sitting in second with Charlie Pockin, resting now in third. They're all very close to each other, but a lot of people have been saying Camden Murphy's going to win the points championship. Camden Murphy's going to win the points championship. A lot of people are saying Camden Murphy is even going to win a world finals championship this season. But do you think, now that Mentz is out front and the 12-time champion has nobody in front of him, nobody to catch, only him to set the pace. Do you think Tom can win the points championship and stay in the lead until the end, or do you think Camden Murphy can come from behind and oust him from that top spot? I personally think Mentz is going to run away with it now. I don't think Camden can beat a dominant Tom Mentz, and that's what we're seeing. Once Mentz gets out in front, there's no seeing him again. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't know. This is a hard one to say. Because we're, we're only a few stops in. They have plenty more stops to go. And I, I don't know. I think right now you can't really say that. But if Tom Entz has, if he repeats what he's done in the past and he runs away with the lead, I think he can easily take this series win. Now, if he doesn't do that, I'm rooting for my man Camden Murphy because he threw down freestyle last year at World Finals. And like everyone's been saying, I think he is going to get a championship at some point. But this is going to be a tough one, Josh, because all the top three, they're separated by, what, two points from Tom and Camden, one point from Charlie Pocken and Camden. That That's too close to call right now. So if Tom takes it away, he's going to take the series championship. And if he doesn't, he has some bad weekends, I think Camden Murphy could take it. And maybe even Charlie Pocken, he comes out of nowhere. He went from being 7th or 8th, coming all the way up here to 3rd place. It's anyone's game right now. And I think I'm most impressed in John Gordon. He's in 5th place right now with 195 points. And he's been having a great season. 5th place for Independent, that's pretty good. You know, this tour to me has been really underrated. Not just for the simple fact, not even because it started late. I think the thing that you know sets this tour apart from all the tours is the diversity kind of um you know john gordon's been really competitive he's shown a lot of heart um unfortunately he hasn't had the best of weekends like he wanted um but you know that just comes along with the season and you know grueling nights overworking and stuff and but you know tom two points ahead in camden you know right now they're heading into el paso with two shows tom hasn't been to el paso in almost five years i believe five years if i'm not mistaken his last ride there was 2015 and we all know what happened in 2015 oh, yeah exactly and tom has two shows to show what he can do and i don't without a doubt he's going to throw it down sunday um but you know again points points difference not even like a lot of points points difference like two to six like alone and it's just it's just crazy because you know charlie charlie i mean he's been having good weekends but you know he hasn't i feel like he hasn't had that really good weekend to really push him over i feel like you know his i don't know he's been racing yeah 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 racing racing he's been really consistent in and you know he's been doing really good picking up wins and skills but i don't i mean he's had a couple freestyle wins but i don't think he had he has had that run to really boost him to make him even more competitive to potentially beat Tom and Camden. 
The only stadium championship series can competing this weekend is in El Paso, Texas. Stadium championship series yellow. Two shows. Make sure you get out there. El Paso, notable for selling out both shows. So if you have not gotten your tickets and you're, you want to go to the Ad El Paso show, make sure you get them at MonsterJam.com. That is where you can also see where else Monster Jam may be coming towards you. And make sure you grab your tickets to a Monster Jam show close to you. And make sure that you grab your tickets for Monster Jam World Finals 21, Orlando, Florida, May 2nd and 3rd, the first time ever, Saturday and Sunday, a Monster Jam World Finals competition. So make sure that you grab your tickets at MonsterJam.com slash World Finals. We're going to very quickly cover the Monster Jam power rankings. We did not cover them last weekend, but they came out today. We'll quickly gloss over them, talk about for a minute, and then we'll get into World Finals qualifiers in two-wheel ATVs and speedsters, and then we'll talk about Triple Threat Series East finale. So first in the power rankings, Neil Elliott, Max D. Second place, Monster Energy, Todd LaDuke. Third place, Son of a Digger, Ryan Anderson. Fourth place, Max D. Colton Eichelberger. Fifth place, Grave Digger, Brandon Vinson. Sixth place, Grave Digger, Morgan Kane. Seventh, Max D. Fire, Tom Mentz. Eighth, Grave Digger, Tyler Meninga. Ninth, Bakugan, Dragonoid, Camden Murphy. And in tenth is Charlie Pockin in Grave Digger. Uh, power rankings, we've been talking about them week to week. We kind of know what to expect from them now. We're not so in the dark. We kind of know, okay, if they get more points in a weekend, they'll, this will happen to them. They'll move up. If they get less points in a weekend, they'll move down. And we're definitely seeing Colton Eichelberger moving down to fourth from third because of the six weekend of the six event weekend and him only winning three out of the six overall event championships, getting less points than his competitors. So that definitely moved him down. Guys, any thoughts on the power rankings before we just go ahead and move on? Um, you know, with the power rankings, I think it's a really cool system in my eyes. You know, it definitely shows, you know, how statistically good a driver's weekend can be and how it fluctuates within the season. But the, the thing about it is once the tour ends and if Neil's in first place on the power rankings on his tour and there's still more weekends on other tours to come, Neil's going to move down while everyone's moving up. So I think that kind of, you know, gives it like a disadvantage, but it really doesn't matter in my eyes. I feel like once it shows that Neil was at the top at his tour by the end, it shows that he was man to beat. Yeah, and I just want to say, I think the power rankings are a great thing, not just for us fans that know everything about Monster Jam, but for the casual Monster Jam fans that just shows up to like an event or two every few years. You know, you could go ahead and check the Instagram, Monster Jam Instagram. And you'll just see the power rankings and you'll see how every driver's doing and what to expect. And maybe you'll find the driver that you want to root for that show or that weekend. But I'm pretty satisfied with this power rankings. It seems pretty legit and uh, no complaints here. Moving back to the World Finals qualifier standings, MonsterJam.com has begun to update us on the positions of the two-wheel skills challenge, ATV racing, and the speedster competitions at Monster Jam World Finals. Those eight athlete lineups that we will see. Now, thank you to whoever at MonsterJam.com decided that Wednesday morning would be the perfect time to post them because last weekend they were on Thursday right after we recorded the podcast and now they're on a Wednesday morning. So please, if you're listening, whoever at MonsterJam.com, keep it up because I need to talk about these. And moving on to the Two Wheel Skills Challenge World Championship. Let's take a look at this current lineup. Now, remember, these are based off of the average skills challenge or two wheel skills challenge score of the athlete. They are not chosen, they are determined purely by that average score. And these are the top eight in all of Monster Jam for their average two-wheel skills challenge or skills challenge score. So taking a look at it, in first is Neil Elliott and Max D. Second, Tristan England and Earthshaker. Third, Camden Murphy, Bakugan, Dragonoid. Fourth, Heavy D and Brodozer. Fifth, Tyler Meninga in Gravedigger. Sixth, Todd LaDuke, Monster Energy. In seventh, it's Colton Eichelberger, Max D. And in eighth, Charlie Pockin in Gravedigger. And I think we got to address the elephant in the room. Heavy D and Brodozer sits in fourth. He has the fourth best average skills challenge score as of right now. Of course, this is all set to change before we get the official word on the lineup. But Heavy D has had some good skills run. Of course, a skills win last weekend in Miami. 
Do you guys think this is going to change much? Because we saw it change just slightly. I believe Steven Sims in Monster Energy was up there and hearing from a couple people at Monster Jam that that was a little bit unfair that an athlete that competed in one competition as opposed to five or six was in the in World Finals. They went ahead and adjusted that to now. They, Steven Sims is off of there. Taking a look back at the... Two wheel skills qualifiers from the past weekend. That is the only change. It was Steven Sims getting knocked off of there. Guys, do you think that the two wheel skills challenge championship lineup will change at all? Or do you think it's going to kind of stay the same? Because these are the eight dominant athletes in the skills challenge right now. Uh, again, you know, like I said, with tours ending very uh, far from each other. I know one tour is shorter than the other, one's longer than the other. So it could change for sure, but I don't think it will change drastically. I think they did a good thing by taking Steven out, you know, having him in was beyond me in the begin with at the beginning. Cause he only competed in one weekend and obviously he's going to have a higher score because he only competed at two shows. Actually, I think he only competed in one. He broke in the second show, if I'm not mistaken. So, but again, you know, if it were to stay the same as it is now, heavy D and mm -hmm. the two wheel skills, uh, competition will definitely be interesting oh yeah <laughs> definitely be really cool to see what they would you know do with that truck i mean to me it's i don't it's not a skills truck but he can make it a skills truck if that makes sense you know what i mean like it's a freestyle made and racing made truck it to me like it could do poppers and moonwalks and all that but for him to stand out and be different he's gonna have to do something really interesting to stand out with that diesel truck and skills yeah I feel like that truck has more response on the throttle and stuff now. So, and Heavy D has tried some stoppies and stuff. So, you never know what to expect. But I, I think this two wheel skills lineup is amazing. The only one I don't know if he'll always be on there for the rest of it is Shelly Pockin, because I haven't been. I don't know if I've been following with Yellow Stadium Tour as well as I have with the others. But I've just seen charlie do slap movies and stuff like that and i know he can do some insane moves and stuff but i don't i don't know it'll be interesting if he stays on there because i i really like the current lineup but i feel like some arena driver someone could take over charlie's spot but if he keeps staying dominant in the skills challenge i think he'll stay there and currently i love the lineup it's going to be very interesting and i'm looking forward to it that's the last thing. I'm going to say one more thing before we move on because I know we're on a time crunch. But Go. like you were saying about Charlie and Digger being on the two-wheel skills thing, to me, him being on the skills cha uh, championship lineup right now is like with Adam last year. Like they're good in skills and stadiums. But I just feel like if it's for the championship, I just – like no disrespect to them. I just don't think they're like well-fitted for skills. But for everything else, by all means. Yep. And we don't have Tom Benson there this year, so – Interesting. Yeah, it's a lot. A lot of people have been wondering. It's uh, why aren't they up there? It is because of their average skills challenge score. I'm trying to find on. There we go. Found it. Uh, a lot of people have been asking why Mike Vires, the second overkill evolution, is not up there. Of course, he has been dominant in the skills challenge this year, but his average skills challenge score does not line up in the top eight his current average score in the skills challenge as of right now is an 8.209 and that seems very low because we're, we've seen him in each of his wins he's getting 9.6s and 9.4s 9.5s but when he's not winning he is down in that leaderboard hurting his average so that is his average right now an 8.209 it does not line up in the top eight if he gets a couple more skills challenge wins in the last shows of the season it very well could change and he very well could qualify but as of right now that is your top eight in the skills challenge championship at Monster Jam World Finals 21. Moving on to the ATV racing competition and it is based off of the average finish in the ATV racing final for each of these athletes. So these are your eight athletes with the highest average finish in the ATV racing final. Blake Granger in Max D, Justin Sipes in Megalodon, Tony Oaks, Soldier Fortune Black Ops, Colton Eichelberger, Max D, Brandon Vincent, Gravedigger, Tristan England, Earthshaker, Mark List, El Toro Loco, and Caleb Blood, Soldier 
Soldier of Fortune. Guys, the dominating ATV riders are in here, mainly Caleb Blood and Blake Granger. Colton Eichelberger, we saw him battle his teammate Blake Granger last year for the championship. Of course, Blake came out on top. He is your reigning ATV Racing World Champion. Justin Sipes is in there now. Uh, competing there for the first time as well as Tristan England and Earthshaker. A good lineup right now, guys. Th uh, right now, I gotta say, I'm the most excited for the ATV Racing World Championship right now because that is an all-star lineup for ATVs. Oh yeah, it is for sure. I I don't know. I think the Monster Jam fans don't see how amazing ATVs and speedsters are. Everyone always undermines it. It's like, we're here for the Monster Truck Show. We don't care about this. But ATVs and Speedsters, they're an awesome lead-up to the World Finals main field. And this is a main field lineup for ATV. You have so many big title names on here. And it's hard to root for just one person. Because like all of these drivers are so amazing and nice people. And it's just hard to predict who's going to win. Because they're all very dominant. But I like this lineup. And I'm glad they go by the averages. Because this has brought together some of the best lineups I've seen in a while. You know, this ATV racing championship lineup has definitely caught my eye. I think last year's lineup was, I mean, it was really good, but this one stands out the most to me. Um, not just for the simple fact of how diverse um, each ATV rider really is, because they're all competitive in ATVs. Tony Oaks has shown that he's, you know, really grown on ATVs, picking up a lot of you know wins on ATVs. Blake, always competitive. You know, I'm looking to see if he can uh, reclaim that title. And, Colton, he's always consistent on ATVs and speedsters. But Kayla, she's definitely out to get her husband this year. And I feel like maybe we can see the first female ATV racing champion this year. Moving on to the speedster competitions, which covers both speedster racing and the speedster obstacle course championships at Monster Jam World Finals. And I believe this is based off of the average finish as well in the speedster obstacle course competition. So your top eight there is Colton Eichelberger and Max D, Brandon Vincent, Gravedigger, Blake Granger, Max D, Austin Minton and Megalodon, Matt Cody, Blue Thunder, Tyler Meninga, Gravedigger, Justin Sipes, Megalodon, and Caleb Blood and Soldier Fortune. Matt Cody is back on that list in Blue Thunder, as well as Austin Minton and Megalodon. Two independent athletes competing right now in the speedster competitions at Monster Jam World Finals. Again, this could change, but guys, we've I talked about this with Kristen Hope and the post show autographs at Jacksonville. The independent athletes really take to the Monster Jam speedsters because there is a speedster technician on hand and they don't have to fix any of the equipment on the speedster or, or the ATV for that matter. So they can run a lot harder in those because they don't have to worry about fixing it after the show than they will their Monster Jam truck. So it's great to see these two amazing independent athletes in the speedster competitions right now. But guys, another common theme, Colton Eichelberger, Brandon Vincent, Blake Granger are in it as well as as Tyler Meninga back in the Speedsters. Justin Sipes and Megalodon is also there. And, of course, Caleb Blood, Soldier Fortune. A good lineup for Speedsters right now. Guys, your thoughts? I'm going to make sure I'm not late to the competition this year. Last year I got there a little bit late. This year I want to be there on time because look at these lineups. They're so great. And you have two independent drivers, like you said before. I'll definitely be rooting mostly for Matt Cody and Austin Menon. Two amazing drivers. Austin does an amazing job for the equipment he has in his truck. And Matt Cody got that new chassis, and he's having a great season. But another amazing eight drivers. And it's going to be hard to predict who's going to win this one. And Matt Cody is your reigning Speedster champion, correct? Yes, Matt Cody is. Yeah. I was getting Oh, wait, Speedster racing or obstacle course? He's obstacle. Armando uh, obstacle. is racing, and Armando's not yeah, there sorry. to reclaim that this year, I don't believe. All right. Thought so. Yeah, I'm surprised Armando's not in any of these. Pretty interesting. But, you know, I'm looking forward to this. Eight amazing drivers. And, Josh, I want to know your thoughts. Yeah, you know, like I was going to, you know, mention Armando. I kind of just peeped his name a little bit. He's not there to reclaim his title this year. You know, maybe if, you know, his tour. Well, I don't. Mm, no, he's on the tour that ends this weekend, isn't is he not? I, Sorry? I, 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 he's on. He's on East, correct? Who is? Armando? Yes. Okay. He has he has one weekend to make a final mark, I believe, to even get into the uh, Speedster Championship. Because I don't know how close he is um, 
So if he's able to make it, that'll be cool to see him try and reclaim it. But if he doesn't, then we're going to have a new uh, Speedster Racing champion this year. I mean, this lineup's filled with a bunch of great talent. Austin Minton, it's cool to see him in there. And I'm just hoping for the best for everyone here, honestly. Well, that concludes all of the news for this podcast. But I want to really quickly, because we are reaching the hour mark here, cover Triple Threat Series East going into the final weekend this weekend in Raleigh, North Carolina for two shows. And this is the last stop on this tour, the first tour to finish. This will be the first official World Finals qualifier for the main field that we have. And for any competition, um, Australian World Finals, the first official qualifier in the lead right now. It is Tyler Meninga in Gravedigger. And his only other athlete that can beat him to the championship is Blake Granger in Max D. A 46-point difference between the two. We've seen them each dominate their own competitions. We've seen other athletes come in and win, but it seems like for the majority of these competitions, it is Blake Granger versus Tyler Meninga. And going into the last two shows in Raleigh at the PNC Arena, guys, I gotta ask, this is probably the toughest question I've asked on the download to this date because it it seems like such a toss-up right now. Do you think Blake Granger can beat Tyler Meninga this weekend in Raleigh? You know, yeah. See, it's a question that I really don't want to answer, to be completely honest with you. It's not even just because Same. I don't want to be wrong or right here. It's just because they're both you know really good competitors really likable guys, and I want them to both win. But to be honest, in my personal, you know, my personal um, choice, if I would, you know, if I will, I really would love to see Blake win for the simple fact of it would be nice to have a new face finally take down Tyler. Not only it being a Max D of all trucks, but because it's Blake and how last year was his first season. And he had to kind of like, I don't know, pick up from where he left off, if you will. I feel like last year he kind of got cheated out. He couldn't compete for a weekend, lost a lot of points. And this year he came back and wanted to take that tough spot. And taking out Tyler will be the way to prove it right there. I totally agree, Josh. And if I had if I had to pick either Tyler or Blake to win this series championship, I'd, I'd also have to go with Blake Granger. Totally agree with Josh, and I think, you know, I want to see different drivers at the World Finals. And if Blake got it, I'd be so thrilled because he's an amazing guy. He knows how to throw down on ATV speedsters and in a monster truck, and he's just all around very talented. And if we see him in the stadium, you never know what he can do. I mean, we haven't seen him in stadium racing or stadium freestyle, and in arenas, he throws down in freestyle. So... My pick would have to be Blake Granger, but you never know. This is going to be a close one. It's going to come down to the wire, and if the equipment holds up, and I'm rooting for you, Blake. I hope you do good, and whatever the outcome is, I'm glad. But I think the question we really need to be asking here for Triple Threat Series East is, is it even possible for Blake to beat Tyler? Because we've seen Tyler be so dominant each weekend, Blake can only kind of chip away at that point lead. He can't make any large jumps except for one weekend where Tyler had such mechanical issues in every show. We saw both Blake and Kayla overtake him, knock Tyler down to third, and now he battled his way back up to the lead, has been there ever since. If Tyler has more mechanical issues, Blake can, of course, come back. But if Tyler doesn't have those mechanical issues, do you guys think Blake even has a chance? Uh, he's going to have to go all or nothing for this one. If the, if all of this um, stuff... Oh, my, my wording. If all of this stuff holds up, no mechanical gremlins, Blake's going to really have to fight for this win. And if he, if he can't do that, maybe Blake has the bad weekend and he has mechanical issues. Easy win for Tyler Meninga. But I, I don't know. It's going to be a hard one. I, I feel like Tyler's going to get it, but I'm really rooting for Blake. And if Blake wants to get it, he has to be on his A game. He got to throw down in every competition. And 
If not, get any wins, keep it super consistent, and don't let Tyler get away from you. Now, um, you know, in my eyes, because, you know, I, with racing, I take racing really seriously. Well, I won't, I'm pretty sure everyone does, obviously. It's a competitive yeah. sport. And I feel like this late in the game, I think Tyler and Blake going head-to-head is going to be really good. Um, but the way I see it is if I were to look at it in a racing perspective, if, you know, we want to – because I would love to see Blake take Tyler out, and I'm pretty sure everyone else in the locker room would love to see Blake take Tyler out. I feel like if everyone worked together to kind of like, you know, I don't – I see what you're saying here. You see what I mean? If everyone's gathered around, kind of, you know, helped out Blake a little bit to get into Tyler's head, you know, to kind of, you know, freak out Tyler. Like, hey, buddy, he's not far behind this and that. You know, kind of like toy with him on the track, kind of get him to where he's losing, you know, his groove, kind of screwing up a little bit, getting himself kind of, you know, lost. You know, I feel like if Blake were to capitalize on that, that could probably, you know, set him into the world finals right But there. that's so but, difficult to do. Oh, I know, I know. And it's Tyler's so difficult really to good. knock Tyler Tyler's off really, this game. Oh, oh, I know it is. But I'm saying, like, if if it really came down to it and everyone really, like, you know, did it, that'd be something to see. You're going to have to <laughs> offer everyone some Domino's oh, gift yeah. cards or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. uh, Got to throw some uh, cash around. And I think something else is going to, I think something else is going to kind of throw off this finale is that it's timed racing. I believe we've only seen timed racing in Wilkesbury. I think that might have been it for timed racing on this tour. That's unfortunate. So I'm gonna go back really quickly, and I'm gonna see the Wilkesbury results, and I want to see who got the timed racing wins that weekend, because that I is very much gonna gonna shake up the points championship. Going back to Wilkesbury, I'm also gonna go back and see if I am incorrect on this. But it looks like Tyler grabbed every timed oh, no. racing win of that weekend. Uh oh. <laughs> so Tyler Meninga is pretty dominant in timed racing right now. Let me see. Was Allentown timed racing as well? I don't believe so. Allentown no, it wasn't. was. It wasn't. Allentown was I bracket. Believe Basil, I believe Basil won that weekend, so I don't think it was. I'm going to go a little bit further back and see if I can find anything on timed racing. I believe that is the only time this tour has been timed racing this year, but I also don't want to be incorrect here. So I'm just going to keep really quickly marching down. While I do the – actually, I'm almost done, so I'm not going to go into another let's question. Let's do some hotel lobby music. Yeah, please, actually. I'm just trying to really quickly – Okay, Washington, D.C. also had timed racing, and guess who won all three of those? Tyler Meninga. Tyler Meninga. <laughs> so I think I think what we're what we're kind of – Yeah, I think what we're kind of getting at here is that Tyler Meninga is going in the top dog, and Blake Granger has a mathematical shot – but Josh, last time that we talked about Blake versus Tyler, and if Tyler can be knocked off of the lead, you said that if Tyler has mechanical gremlins, it is possible that anybody can. And the last time you said that, Tyler had mechanical gremlins. So I see, feel now, like I don't want to be I the bearer yeah, of bad news. Like, I really don't want to damper the Yeah, I don't want to do that either. But I feel here's the thing. While although Tyler. When the Wilkes Bear, although Tyler won all the time racing, Blake won all the ATV competitions. Now Blake's been really consistent in two wheel the last couple weekends. So if Blake can get the two two wheel wins, ATVs, and somehow set off in speedsters and freestyle, he doesn't need racing. Well, it is gonna be a very interesting weekend in Raleigh, North Carolina. Make sure you keep up with it, MonsterJam.com. Use hashtag MonsterJam on all your social media pages. You can keep up with it. I'll be posting the tour champion and the qualifier for Monster Jam World Finals. It will be the same athlete that night immediately following the last event in Raleigh on Sunday afternoon. So make sure you are watching my page, 8-Bit Motorsports. Make sure you're watching Avengers Racing. He'll be posting about it. And Josh as well, Josh.Tavares on social media for him. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Monster Jam Download. We will be back next week with another episode to talk about all things Monster Jam. For Josh Tavares, Wayne Chiaki, I am Joshua Lee, and we thank you for joining us. We hope to see you again, and remember, this is Monster Jam!